Hi, and welcome back to Elevator Talk with Michelle. For the time that is ours to share, I want to talk about 10 facts about Jason Voorhees that every fan should know. So, Jason Voorhees is one of the most dangerous horror villains to ever exist. From his immense strength to his seemingly unstoppable durability, it is no secret that he is almost invincible. Not only that, but he has one of the highest kill counts out of any horror villain. That being said, there is more to Jason, some things that newcomers may not know about. Sometimes that gives the character more death some things I'm sorry that gives the character more depth and just being some uh, indestructible mute monster so let's jump right on it number 10 he isn't the first villain of the Friday the 13th series so as popular as Jason Voorhees is as a villain he isn't the original villain in Friday the 13th in the Friday the 13th franchise however he is the most popular character that comes straight out of the motivations of the first villain his mother, Mrs. Pamela Voorhees, is the first actual killer in this series. Mrs. Voorhees was distraught after the death of her son and started killing people that came to Camp Crystal Lake. Her son was killed after two counselors were making out and not watching him. When she was, when she was killed, her son decided to take up the killing mantle. Number nine, he became a zombie during the sixth film. So although Jason is an incredibly popular villain, some of the traits that make him so powerful didn't become fully realized until the sixth film, which was called Jason Lives. The character during the first four parts was often human, an incredibly durable and persistent one, but human nonetheless. However, once he died and was resurrected, the character became far more powerful, almost becoming a force of nature where he could only be stopped by supernatural means. Number eight, he wore his iconic hockey mask, mask by part three. Jason Voorhees is known for his hockey mask. This simply yet cool design helped make the character become extremely iconic. However, this mask didn't show up for at least two films. In the first film, it was because the main villain was his mother, Pamela, while in the second film, he was dressed up more like a farmer with the bag over his head instead and however by the third film he was able to wear the hockey mask for the first time from there history was made number seven his design is never consistent so unlike other slasher characters such as michael myers or freddy krueger with an exception here and there jason's design is almost never consistent starting from the second film he was depicted to look like a father from part three and part four, Jason wore the iconic hockey mask with the button-up shirt and jeans. However, in the sixth movie onwards, he was a zombie with even further disfigurement being shown in part seven, combined with some changes to the design with each film, and, and it shows how inconsistent Jason is. Number six, he is portrayed by a lot of actors. With horror villains, 
there have been many actors to take their chance playing a monster. A good example is Bella Lugosi and Christopher Lee both taking on the role of Dracula. For others, some roles allow them the opportunity to stay in a role such as Robert England, who played Freddy Krueger. Oh, but Jason has the unique distinction of being played by a large number of people. That being said, one actor that played the character the most is Kane Hodder, who went on to gain legendary status. And if I mispronounce his name, y'all, please forgive me. And I'm going to talk a little bit about all the people that have played Jason's role towards the end of this podcast. Number five, he wasn't originally going to be disformed. So when Jason was conceived, the idea of him being disfigured was originally not going to be part of the character. Victor Miller, when he was creating the character, along with Ron Cruz and Tom Savian, attended him to be a normal looking child. However, Due to the insistence of the film crew, they turned him into the deformed character that fans love to this day. According to Groot Cruz, he is specifically the reason why the deformity exists now. Number four, the character is named after Victor Miller's sons. So Jason Voorhees was actually named after Victor Miller's children. Specifically, Jason was a combination of Josh and Ian. On top of that, the last name of Voorhees was more inspired by a person that Miller knew in high school. The end result created Jason Voorhees, which is often described as being creepy sounding, something that everyone felt was perfect for the character. Number three, Jason was supposed to stay dead. So during the development of the Friday the 13th films, it was made clear during the events of part four that Jason would be permanently dead. This is combined with the fact that in part five, he was replaced by a copycat killer. This was intentional on the director of part five, Joseph Zito, as he wanted to leave it open for Tommy Jarvis to be the villain. However, due to certain dissatisfactions after part five, it, it was producer Frank Mancuso Jr. who wanted him back, and the rest is history. Number two, he fought fellow horror icons. Although the character has been situated within its own affairs for the most part, fighting against other horror, horror icons was never out of the question for the character. So the most obvious example is when he fought against Freddy Krueger in the film Freddy vs. Jason. Later on within the comics, the film got itself a sequel in the form of Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash. In there, not only did Jason end up fighting against a dream demon, but he also fought against the king himself. And number one, sexual acts triggered him. So when Jason was first initially drowned in Camp Crystal Lake, it was because two camp counselors were too busy having sex and making out. So although it doesn't seem to appear all that often, it seems like there is the occasional moment where a sexual act can awaken him to kill. And so this is especially made clear following the film of Jason X, where it was what aroused him out of his initial slumber. According to Todd Farmer, the writer of the film, he liked the idea of the character being awoken as a result of the act. So now let's talk about actors who have played Jason. So number one, Ari Lehman, Friday the 13th, is the actor slash singer who 
who has the unique honor of having played the role of the first Jason Voorhees in the Paramount classic horror film Friday the 13th that came out in 1980. The original Boy in the Lake himself already played a crucial role in the film's famous final scene in which he suddenly appears out of the water. Number two, Warrington Gillette, Friday the 13th, part two. Warrington was born on October 7, 1960 in Maryland as Francis Warrington, Warrington Gillette III. He's an actor known for Friday the 13th, part two, that came out in 1981, Time Walker, 1982, and Penny Dreadful in 2005. Number three, we have Richard Broker. Brooker, Broker, I'm not sure how, if I'm pronouncing that, please forgive me. Friday the 13th, part three, discovered by Casting Magazine, drama log for the role of mindless killer Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th, part three, which came out in 1982. Richard Brooker also gained the supporting role of the warrior Orgus and Deathstalker, and I probably just messed that whole name up, but that came out in 1983. Number four, we have Ted White, who was an actor. Ted White was born in January 20, on January 25th, 1926 in Texas, USA. He is known for his work on Starman in 1984, Romancing the Stone, 1984, and Escape from New York in 1981. Number five, Tom Morga. He does stunts, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, Stunt Man, Stunt Coordinator, and actor Thomas Alvin Morgan was born on November 27, 1941 in Burbank, California. While in college, Morgan worked as a smoke jumper stationed in Missoula, Montana between 1969 and 1974. Number six, C.J. Graham, Friday the 13th, part Six, Jason Lives. C.J. Graham is known for his work on Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, which came out in 1986, Vengeance in 2019, and Alex Cooper, He's Back, The Man Behind the Mask in 1986 as well. Number seven, Kane Holder. Is it Holder or Hotter? I'm not sure. But anyway, Kane was born on April the 8th. 1955 in Auburn, California. He's best known for his role as horror icon Jason Voorhees in Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood, which came out in 1988. Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, which came out in 1989. Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, 1993, and Jason X in 2001. Number 8, Ken... Uh, Kurtzinger, Freddy vs. Jason. Ken was born on November the 4th, 1959 in Canada. He's known for his work on Friday versus, I'm sorry, Freddy vs. Jason in 2003, Paycheck 2003, and Watchmen 2009. Number nine, we have Derek Mayers. Derek was born on April 29th in 1972 in Bakersfield, California. He is, he has numerous credits as both an actor and a stuntman, and he got his break through lead role in the 20, 2009 Friday the 13th film. He is known for his work on Sleepy Hollow, 2013 through 2017, the Predator movies, 2010, and Men in Black 2 in 2002. 
since Jason Voorhees, now here's just a little bonus for you guys, right? Since Jason Voorhees was a kid when he drowned, and I'm air quoting when he drowned, how did he end up as an adult when he showed up in part two? So here are some several, here are some theories that have been put out there. So number one, Jason actually did drown and his body was reanimated by a demonic parasite slash symbiote that was in, inducted into Jason because Pamela was secretly a priestess of black magic and had possession of both the Candoran Dagger and the Book of the Dead. She used these items to trade and bargain for power from the ancient evils and kept her secrets well hidden for decades. She may have been offered her, she may have even off, offered her husband Elias's soul in exchange for Jason's successful birth. The spirits threw a twist in by making Jason's character have water on the brain at birth, leading to several disformities, and Pamela still loved Jason regardless. Here's another theory, number two. He was thought to have drowned, but managed to escape, but not before suffering brain damage from his near-death experience. He somehow hid in the woods and he never realized his mother was still thinking he was alive in her mind. He saw her murdered by Alice in self-defense, but took it on himself to continue mommy's legacy of punishing those that invaded the camp and engaged in the activities that she thought was the cause of her son's death. Now, I'm gonna be very honest with you. This was always been my thinking. This has always been my thinking that he did not actually drown because it wasn't like we saw the ambulance come and, and retrieve his body or the coroner, whoever comes and retrieves the body from the water. We just know that he jumps up out of the water as the young lady is in the boat at the end of the movie, but you don't see see uh see him after that you see what i'm saying you don't see his body taken to the morgue or anything of that nature so this has always been my theory and the number three jason is actually a mute that has inhuman re, re uh, regenerative factor and damage resistance and endurance he did die during his initial drowning but came back only to discover his mother's last moments of life and his mutated brain decided to carry on her work, making a shrine to her and continuing to push anyone that came to the camp. I'm sorry, punish anyone that came to the camp. He was defeated, but kept coming back because he literally could not die for good. So you guys, those are just three theories that have been put out there over the years. I am inclined to believe number two, that he did not actually drown because like I said, we saw no mention of him being taken to a morgue or anything like that his body was never recovered i don't even know if anybody ever looked for the body to be quite honest with you so that's it you guys hopefully something i shared with you today has you thinking hmm you know what i need to go back and watch the friday the 13th franchise from the very beginning because it is very interesting i've seen all of them some of them more than once but i've seen them all and they're all just good movies. That's all I can say. If this is your first time listening to one of my podcasts, I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad to have you here. This month, I've been talking about some scary movie franchises. The first being 
was the whole Michael Myers Halloween series. I did that for the first three weeks. This week we're talking about the Friday the 13th series. And again, hopefully you all have been enjoying this. I just thought I'd do something different for the month of October. Since it is the month of Halloween, why not talk about some scary movies? Now, please be sure to subscribe and support my podcast. Your support is greatly appreciated, and you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month. This just helps me to do what I have to do in order to bring you all a podcast every week. Go out there and be great, because great is calling you, and great is calling me. I look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, take care. Thank you.